welcome to the Vital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Today's guest, Dr. Dominic Miswich, is a biological dentist. He is so passionate about informing as many people as he can, changing the way we see dentistry and training dentists to make global change for health. Today we get chatting about lots of things, oral microbiome, optimal brushing and flossing, fluoride into metals and amalgam fillings. We talk EMF, cavitations, implants, bone healing protocol, root canals, meridians, wisdom teeth extraction, plus supplements and supportive therapies and the importance of lifestyle and diet, plus lots and lots more. So if you've got anything that you want to heal in your body, if you are concerned about healing in terms of your mouth, your microbiome, any issues in the body, this is a must listen. It will open your mind to a world of dentistry that makes sense from the perspective of whole body healing. So Dr. Dominus Nitschwich is a dentist and naturopath, a world specialist in biological dentistry and ceramic implants, and the president of the International Society of Metal-Free Implantology. With his father, Dr. Nischwitz, co-founded DNA Health and Aesthetic Center for Biological Dentistry in Germany. And Dr. Nischwitz has exclusively used ceramic implants since 2013, placing more than 3,000 to date. Dr. Nischwitz regularly gives lectures around the world. He trains traditional dentists in biological dentistry and believes that all health starts in the mouth. Dr. Dom's passion for optimal health, performance, nutrition and competitive sports spans over 15 years. He developed the food design concept, the bone healing protocol and many intravenous nutritional treatments. He is the founder of the company Biostetics and expert behind the formulations for the SUPS, SUPS Inside supplement line. We hope you enjoy and you can find lots more information in the notes about where to find Dr. Dom and all the things that we talk about in the podcast. Hey, Dr. Dom. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you very much, Jody, for having me. Oh, pleasure. pleasure. I, uh, I can't wait to get going and, ch- and chatting with you about dentistry. That This is a massive passion of mine, but not being a dentist, I don't know much about it. So wanting to pick your amazing brain about all these things that you've been doing. So to get started, I wanted to say to everyone out there that you do have a wonderful book, uh, It's All In Your Mouth, that you have recently published, um, I, I think, is it just in the last year? In, in, the, yeah, in English, it's what, it was published in March 2020, but a German book came out March 2019. Oh, amazing, so. amazing. So let's get started and we'll talk a little bit about... Um, where your your passions lie in a sense from dentistry to where you see you a, a little bit different to the normal realm of dentistry so that biological yeah. versus yeah so give me a bit of an explanation of all of that so yeah i'm a specialist in biological dentistry and ceramic implants my definition of biological dentistry is that this is the overlap of high-tech dentistry functional medicine health optimization biohacking and the goal is optimal health for the whole body. Mm-hmm. Whereas conventional dentistry mostly focuses only on the high tech dentistry part, like the skills and conventional dentistry doesn't, yeah, doesn't look too much into materials replacing. So biological dentists will always look for biocompatible materials. This is why I'm a specialist in ceramic implantology and we will look from the two root, uh, for root canals from a biological point of view. Mm-hmm. We, we will see all metals in general as critic, uh, critically. And yeah, of course, it's like the mouth is the mirror of your overall health. Mm-hmm. And this is why we call it the health starts in your mouth approach to optimal health. And I think this is a foundational piece that is still missing in the whole functional medicine realm. And I've done the functional medicine courses like more than 10 years ago. And the only thing they basically were talking about is a little bit of heavy metal chelation but nobody was talking about that actually all the things are still kind of like in your mouth installed 24 mm. seven. And yeah, what you basically do in biologic dentistry is 
you have to remove the sauce and you have to prepare your body. But if you do this, your body is able to heal itself. And of course, we use all things biohacking, health optimization to recover. There's, big, there's a lot of nutrition involved, intravenous nutrition, supplements, hyperbaric, like all the high-tech um, cutting-edge science on top of it. Mm. And the removing of the sauce is something you cannot biohack your way around. So you still, we still need biological dentists to basically repair what's already done. But the mindset for the future should always be that we are health optimization specialists mm -hmm. with the specialty of being a dentist maybe. Mm -hmm. And we should teach our kids to, yeah, or like the parents should be educated to teach the kids to not even get cavities at all, just be overall healthy because basically your body is immune against cavity. If you never have a cavity, you never have an amalgam filling, you never have a gold crown, you never have a root canal, if you have all the nutrients you need in while you're growing up, you never have problems with spacing for wisdom teeth, so you never will be developing cavitations. You see, you have to start a bit earlier. It's so a it's cycle. an overall approach to optimal health for your body, and I think it's foundational work that should be implied to the whole functional medicine teaching. And every health coach out there, if it's a medical doctor or a naturopathic doctor or a dentist or whatever, or personal trainer, mm -hmm. should know how to should know how to look into a mouth or read an x-ray at least to see oh wow there's oral interference this could be causing all the problems the patient has and this should be very much at the start of the beginning of all treatments mm, so I couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more it's, it's incredible and I, again that nutrition back to that nutrition so I, I know you have a um the bone healing protocol that you do yeah, talk me through what what looks like a normal uh way of treating from sort of get go with your clients to then them yeah. leaving you. Yeah. So give me a bit of an idea of what that looks like. Yeah. This is our clinical approach differs a little bit from all the other um, clinics because we have a lot of patients acquiring from all over the world. It's all at the beginning, it's all remote. So okay. if a patient inquires, they will just be asked to send in their current panoramic x-ray, mm -hmm. a few critical blood work markers, and of course a medical questionnaire. And then we will take the, the x-ray, the panoramic, and do, a, do an initial treatment plan mm -hmm. with, of course, we, we try to remove like all metals. We will remove all the root canals and all the cavitations. And of course, we will take care of cosmetics and of course of your bite. So then you get an email with all the hyperlinks and a total explanation of what's to do. And of course, also the stuff and how to prepare for surgery. Because when you then decide, okay, this is what we're going to do, you will come in for health optimization week and you will start preparing your body at least four to six weeks prior. It's depending on your current vitamin D3 level. Mm -hmm. So I've written a nutritional concept. It's called a food design concept. There's 40 pages in the book. Basically, um, it's based on macronutrient timing and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. It's not a diet because I don't like the word. It's more like all the things I did over the last 20 years in a 10-pager so that patients get a rough idea. There's two charts, which is based on the macronutrients, the green one, and the red stuff that you should avoid. Mm -hmm. And then people just start on this. And the bone eating protocol is just the tuning. So I'm always food first, macronutrients, it's the motor. And then the tuning comes in with the bone eating protocol. The bone eating protocol is actually... Um, it's 20,000 IUs of vitamin D3 daily, but you cannot just give 20,000 IUs. It's combined with all the cofactors you need. So there's vitamin K2 in it in the right ratios. There's magnesium, there's boron, zinc, all the activated B vitamins. It's kind of like a full round all in one protocol. Mm -hmm. So that I'm sure when you come in after this four to six weeks of um, preparation to the optimization week, that your immune system is already boosted, that you kind of in an anabolic state, that your body is able to heal and recover. And it's, yeah, um, it's just able to build tissue, bone, and of course, gum tissue, but also basically the whole body should be in like a growth mode. Mm -hmm. And then when you come in, we do, of course, the initial examination. We will do a cone beam scan. That means we have a three-dimensional look at all your root canals, at the apex, we will see exactly where the cavitations are. Mm -hmm. We can go into cavitations later. Mm -hmm. Let's just go with the layman's term. Mm -hmm. Of course, we will take care of all the metals. And then it's mostly like this. On the second day, we will start uh, with endovenous support, like 
for example, vitamin C IVs, magnesium, procaine, B vitamins, it's a special standardized protocols I developed. And then we, the first day will probably be the removal of all metals mm-hmm. under safe removal. Even if it's gold, we will use rubber dam, we will use cleanup, we will use the highest suction device, which is called IQ Air, mm-hmm. um, oxygen in the nose, we will do chlorella paste inside of the tooth when the amalgam is gone. We try to break the amalgam or the metal out so that we don't actually drill it if possible. Mm-hmm. So the, the goal is basically to not intoxicate the patient more than he already was. Yeah. Try to be sure to make, yeah, make sure that it's about 99% safe. Uh, you mm-hmm. probably cannot guarantee 100%, but this is why we're running IVs around it to basically offset the immune system response and uh, help with antioxidation and detoxification, of course. Mm-hmm. The third day will probably be another IV, of course, with nutrients. Then we will do the PRP, like blood draw, to spin it, and then make the membranes out of your blood. You know about APRF, PRP membranes? Yes. Basically, plasma membranes. Mm-hmm. You could call it intelligent biomaterial. So we spin your own blood, which is then loaded with all the nutrients, and make these nice plasma membranes, and they contain loads of um, yeah, loads of cells. You can say leukocytes, proteins, growth factors, even 1.2% stem cells. And we use it for sockets. We use it to make uh, bone grafts as regular membranes. We use it to place it in cavitations. So it's just intelligent bone, intelligent biomaterial. And then hyperbaric, and then it will be the surgery, which is my part. I'm only doing surgeries. Mm-hmm. So I will then remove in one go all the root canal treated teeth, all the cavitations, and install, if possible, a ceramic neutral biocompatible implant. Mm-hmm. But it's not the goal to install implants. The goal is to get your body as healthy as possible. So when I remove the root canal, we have to make sure it's clean. So mm-hmm. I'll make sure I find all the hidden cavitations above root canals, all the fatty necrotic tissue. We will use a lot of ozone to dis- disinfect it. We will use piezo surgery to be very gentle and then apply neural therapy. And at the end, if the socket is clean and stable and we try to be as minimal invasive as possible, so basically no cuts, just working from the inside, that's the high-tech dentistry part. Mm-hmm. Then we place the dynamic implant because it's acting as a tent pole in there or kind of like a plug and the whole tissue grows up onto it. It's a bone growing device actually. And also of course, if you, for example, have, have to lose this front tooth, we are able to immediately load it with a temporary. That means you don't even look, you don't even have a gap or something. So we also take care about the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. But of course, um, the goal is to get rid of the source, install good stuff, disinfect whatever possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's why we use the ozone, PRP, etc. And then next few days will again be IVs, different protocols, peptides, hyperbaric, or even low-level laser therapy, intravenous, whatever you find. Maybe some um, osteopathic work like Atlas, like you know the Atlas therapy, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. lymph drainage, some massages, whatever we, whatever suits the patient. Maybe some acupuncture if you need it. Mm-hmm. Like all, we just pick the right tools that we have at our clinic from the different practitioners, ART testing from the Dietrich Klinghardt um, to see what's next. Because initially, when you take out all the sources, your body, mm-hmm. your organs, you go into parasympathetic mode. That means finally, you get out of stress and your body is able to heal and detox. So you start immediately detoxing. So we have to know, okay, this patient needs now more binders. Oh, wow, we have to give him glutathione extra after the IV because he maybe has a snip. So this is all the, the things that go on with our nurses and the practitioners that work there to really make sure that you go into the next level. But then you basically start the healing phase. So the, the implants and also the bone uh, in the cavitations needs about four to six months to really ossify or ossintegrate the, the implants. And the good thing is this only, a ceramic implant, for example, only also integrates into your bone, into your body, when your body is able to build tissue. This is why the nutritional piece and the lifestyle piece is so extremely important. Mm-hmm. I will always individualize it after my surgery because then I know exactly how much nutrients do they need. I tell the patient it's kind of like a remodeling of the house. You need the workers, you need the building blocks. So I will tell them exactly how much protein they need, how to pace it, and whatever mindset they're in with, even if they're vegans or carnivores or intermittent fasting, I will tell them exactly 
what the next four to six months will look like to make them anabolic. You have to be in this case. Mm -hmm. And then when they come in after four to six months to place final crown works, prosthetics, so to speak, we will see where they're at and, and then go from there with next levels. Maybe you have to do a heavy metal chelation then, whatever. Yeah, this is all in the flow then. It's incredible. <laughs> I love um, everything. Everything's covered in, in there. It's amazing. Uh, and your passion for it and your duty of care of looking after these clients and people like every step of the way. I think it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. So thank you, Dr. Tom. <laughs> it, I could, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. It really, it really is incredible. And and let's let's just pick apart some of that now. And I wanted to jump back into because mercury is something that we see quite common amalgams. Um, just quickly, you went, you ran through the the dam and 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 the suction and all that sort of stuff. The vapors. Um, what sort of concern is it there? And I know you've you've looked after everything, but just for others others out there, the the, the vapors from the mercury. What do you need to be careful of there? Yes, exactly. So. The silver amalgam fillings, they're basically 50% mercury. And this is not an alloy. It's kind of like the vapor is coming out daily through biting, grinding, chewing, even um, brushing your teeth, or you go into a dental hygienist. It's about two to three micron, microns or micrograms per day. But this is kind of like an into a daily intoxication, a chronic intoxication over time, because some people have their amalgam fillings for like 10, 20, 30 years. Mm. It's just from a craftsman point of view. The stuff is easy to do and it lasts forever and it's almost for free. So all the insurance in Germany in Germany is still subsidized. That's really bad. And so if you if you notice, and also one point is if we take out the amalgam fillings in the office, we as dentists have to remove it as highly toxic waste. Mm. How can I place highly toxic waste in a human body? Makes no sense. So we have to make sure from a biological dental point of view or just from a medical point of view that we not further harm the patient mm -hmm. with what he already had. So this is why we have to make sure we take all the safe removal protocols that are possible mm -hmm. so that, as I said before, that we have about 99% of the vapor sucked in or even didn't even produce any mm -hmm. just make sure we take it out as safe as possible so okay. there i have everything written down like you can find it everywhere but just to summarize we will use a rubber dam for sure mm -hmm. but the rubber dam is not um it's not protecting you from the vapor the rubber dam, the vapor goes through seven pieces of latex gloves so vapor is difficult we have to suck it up so rubber dam is basically for the pieces so that you don't swallow pieces and they, then they get stuck into your intestines or something. Mm -hmm. So this is the first thing. Then we have a special suction which goes on top of the tooth and mm -hmm. has kind of like an intra-suction in there. It's called a clean-up device. Mm -hmm. This is a, a Swedish or Scandinavian um, device. You can find it almost in all dental um, distributors. It's no problem to get it. Then we use... Is it then we don't drill if possible, mm -hmm. a little bit only, but try to break it out, mm -hmm. at least the mercury, uh, so that we don't produce more vapor. But also because we will produce a little bit of vapor, we have a huge suction device. It's kind of like a, an oven. It looks like an oven, an old school oven. And at least the theory is that it protects you and sucks in 99.9% .9 of all the vapor. Mm -hmm. That means it protects, the, of course, the patient but most importantly, also the dentist and the nurse. It's really important because we do this on a daily basis. And the patient maybe has it once. Exactly. And really important for the whole clinic. And we have um, oxygen in the nose with nasal probes. And if the tooth is uh, clean of the metal, we will place a little bit of chlorella paste mm -hmm. inside of the tooth for, let's say, two to five minutes, mm -hmm. just to make sure that everything that's still stuck at the top of the dentin tubules will be like sucked up from a good source of chlorella, kind of like sponged in, if you can say so. Yeah. And then we most of the time just place a temporary filling or a temporary because we want to have the tooth to, let's say, breathe and detox itself and don't okay. place too much adhesives at the same time because this could, still, this could again just block everything. So we will go with a glasionomeric filling or just temporaries because as I told you, on second or third day is anyways... The surgery and you don't get any you only get temporaries for at least three to five six months until everything is healed in mm -hmm. so we use this phase 
for really letting the body heal, detox mm -hmm. it, prepare with the nutrition, and also maybe see other practitioners to go next level. Because I see my spe the spectrum of patients is more like, it was more chronic sick patients, mm -hmm. but it certainly went into more health optimization patients, yeah. which is more fun, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but also it's very good. So the chronic sick people, they need it as an entrance card. Mm -hmm. yeah, like the drinking heart sends all his patients uh, to either me or, or other doctors to make sure that they are getting rid of it because Lyme and all these other chronic problems, you cannot dissolve them without getting a nice, nice oral cavity, a clean, natural oral cavity again. So this is mm -hmm. really foundational. And the other ones are like athletes or health optimization guys. They need also need a 10 out of 10. So it's the same approach. Other ones get like the next level of super health, like becoming superhuman, whatever. Other <laughs> ones need an entrance card. So yeah. always yeah. your body's then in the healing, in healing mode and parasympathetic. And there will be symptoms your body mm -hmm. will show. Mm -hmm. But this is the health journey. It just starts then. And this is amazing. This is besides the high-tech um, dentistry, which is achieving and kind of like an art if you're good at surgery and stuff. The fulfilling part is when your patient tells you the next day, oh, wow, I was chronically depressed. I couldn't move my head. I couldn't move my arm, whatever. Oh, I had this bowel syndrome. I had any sort of symptom and it's almost gone. This mm -hmm. is when you get fulfilled because this is, in my opinion, what a doctor stands for. And yeah, absolutely help people. And I cal calculated that I maybe be able to help 30,000 people. So that makes no impact. But if we train thousand dentists or even more and spread the information, we will probably do 30 million. So, mm. Yeah, what we need incredible. to do, and it still doesn't cut it. Yeah, it be the so we have to change the way how dentistry or medicine is done, with the focus on not absence of disease but optimal health. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you, when we're talking about it, it seems like it's just common knowledge, but it, it's not. And a lot of dentistry you talk to, and they think they say, "Oh, there's no problem. Leave it in there. Don't touch the mercury. Don't touch it. It's fine." But they don't consider the vapors and all these other aspects that even we'll get into, which I wanted to ask you about the meridians and even the other metals as well. So yeah. jump, jumping into that, metals I see a lot in my clinic and I've seen titanium being a big issue for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And I've, I've even gone down the route because it's very hard for us to get metal allergy testing here. There is Melissa, which is in Germany, I think, um, so trying to get that um, testing done, but we can't actually access it easily here. But in that, what do you see with titanium and other metals and then that link with ill health? Yeah, there, there are a few, let's say a few challenges that come to mind when it comes to mm. metal. Mm. First, it's always the immunological component. So you could just be allergic to any sort of metal. You can become allergic to, of course, nickel, but also mercury. You can mm -hmm. become allergic to gold and even titanium. They, they more talk about a titanium intolerance, but it's pretty clear. And you mentioned Melissa. Mm -hmm. um, the founder of Melissa, Professor Vera Stayskal, was a good friend of mine. She died two years ago. Mm -hmm. But still, dollars are running. It's, I think it's in the UK base, but you can test yep. in Germany too. Yeah. So we have to check for allergies, uh, for intolerances, just stuff that your immune system doesn't tolerate because all the metals we use are basically don't have, they don't have any function in your body. We just bring outside materials in your body. Why? Because the conventional dentist only thinks about repairing the bite and yeah, saving the tooth to bite, maybe mm. for cosmetics too, but this is mostly the thought process. They don't think about that teeth are actually an elongation of your brain and that there's nerves involved and immune system and all the stuff we talk about. This is really not our knowledge in Germany. I, because of the book and the stuff we do, um, it's getting a bit more mainstream, but it's still like almost nothing. <laughs> so metals, immunology, then of course toxicology. That means the stuff can also be just toxic for your body. Your bo it is toxic for your body. So your liver has to have, to, has to deal with it on a daily basis. Like, liver phase one, liver phase two, and you have to excrete it, eliminate it. Your liver anyways does it. Your liver doesn't decide if something is toxic. Basically, it could be nicotine, caffeine, could be murky, whatever. It just yeah, biotransforms the stuff to make it excrete. Mm -hmm. But a lot of patients out there cannot do this. They're not mm -hmm. able to do it excrete. They are actually very poor in detoxification, so they just collect it in their bodies. And if you have metals 
in your bodies, it can lead to all sorts of problems, chronic inflammation, high cytokines, of course, the toxic burden. And now imagine toxicity is dose dependent, but immunology or allergy isn't. That means, for example, you are allergic to the mercury and you detox it on a daily basis. So your, your immune system goes into aggression mode every day and you try to detox it. So it's really a hard stressor for your body. And the third component, which sounded a little bit woo-woo for most people, but luckily now, at least in our field, electromagnetic fields is a big problem. Mm -hmm. I've read, I've, you see the book maybe in the back from Mercola, his book EMF. So he made it simple. This is something I learned from Dietrich Klinger 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago, that Wi-Fi, that you should shut off your Wi-Fi at nighttime, that you have your, the phone in airplane. I have everything here, like my whole computer is on landline. I don't have mm -hmm. any Wi-Fi. I can't switch it on, but mm -hmm. if possible, I don't use it. Yeah. So you have 3G, 4G. We basically have a loaded environment. Mm. And any metal will act as an antenna. That's just basic electrophysics. Nothing woo-woo. <laughs> and there are patients more and more becoming electrosensitive or hypersensitive. And also, if you know how electromagnetic fields work, so they basically change the intercellular and extracellular minerals, you get a load of calcium inside of the cells that leads to oxidative stress, to reactive nitrogen species, peroxynitrite. Imagine you also smash in more heavy metals because there's a study showing, for example, that when you do a phone call, Mm -hmm. When having metals like mercury in your mouth, um, the, the electromagnetic waves will actually amplify the vapor that comes out. So you get more vapor in your body. I just posted this like a week or two weeks ago on my Instagram. There's a guy who's on a phone call and you see all the metals in your mouth. And then the study is in the caption. You can just okay. see this. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a study showing that same thing, phone call. And you, I think they just did a piercing. And you get the, normally the, the electromagnetic waves go from the cell tower to the cell phone and back. But if you have mm -hmm. any sort of metal in your mouth or in your body, it will just go to the metal, then gets amplified 400 to 700 fold. Whoa. And then of course, you know that your body is electric. Of course, you will disrupt the electricity, the currents with whatever problem. That's why it's again, difficult to, to diagnose it because it could be heart palpitations. It could be that you just pass out. It could be that you just have brain fog or whatever whatever things so it's multifactorial multi as if you cannot have a label on this and this is why mm -hmm. conventional medicine has a hard time diagnosing it because you have to first know about it and connect the dots and then really see it and if you're only focusing on restoring the bite there's everything fine with the titanium implant but if you know that a titanium implant can be an antenna there's another study showing that if you have a titanium implant same thing radiation comes in it heats, it heats up to three to, uh, yeah, about three, de three degrees um, Celsius. That means it's high fever on the area, which totally ruins the bones surrounding it. Mm -hmm. They hypothesize that if there's 5G coming, 1G more, they will all fall out. I don't even know if that's going to happen, but it could be because the bone, the bone doesn't tolerate hot heat, mm. like heat in there. Like your whole body doesn't tolerate heat for a long time. No. So you, maybe if you feel like heat or you have metal taste in your mouth or you are becoming having brain fog or can't concentrate or you have any sort of problems, you always have to see it could be a thing with the metals. You cannot call, say it's causative, but it's at least correlating. And in my opinion, unhealthy stuff shouldn't be in your body 24-7 because you pay, basically, as a patient, you cannot biohack your way out of this. You yeah. need to see a specialist because how will you take out a titanium implant? It's in your jawbone. I will take it out for you, no problem. But this is something you need to see a specialist for. That's why it's still important to start by removing the source. And of course, all the other doctors like you preparing the patient, make him anabolic, make him grow tissue, and then sort out all the hormones later. This is all necessary. So we have to be a team of mm -hmm. health optimization specialists that all know when is the right timing for what? Because I still see so many practitioners out there measuring heavy metals with the melisa or with the chelation or with the hair mineralizers and say, of course you have heavy metals. They didn't even look in your mouth. And then they start detoxing and doing chelation protocols. This is insane for your health. Dietrich Linger told me this like 15 years ago and Joachim Mutter, all the specialists in this field, well, um, they would say, are you crazy? Because you, this is like, 
showering and trying to rub yourself at the same time, but really unhealthy because you redistribute the, the heavy metals and all the metals, but you cannot actually excrete it because mm -hmm. you have still the sauce in your mouth. So we have to start training all the doctors out there, all the coaches out there to look, really look into your mouth. You see that there is a metal. Mm -hmm. is, is there something black or gold? Metal. Don't do any hardcore detoxifications. Yeah. Prepare the body for this. But Absolutely. this is really where you can have, um, make, I've seen so many people becoming sick because of this, really sick. They're getting DMPS injections, DMSA, like chelation therapies and still having everything full. Really, this is a terrible idea. The mm. timing of everything is really important. Really yeah. have to know when to do what. I'm also telling patients never do any chelation within the first three to four months after surgery and after removal. Why? Because we need all the minerals and proteins in this case to build your body. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, it's built up. We can use the same nutrients to amplify or enhance your detox. Mm -hmm. Not at the same time. It would be building a house and destroying at the same time. Again, timing is critical. Yeah, that is so important to remember, for sure. And a lot of the missing links for people, and I see it, like I have now on my intake form, like, do you have a root canal? Do you have implants? Do you have, like, I, I have to know about that beforehand because I, so many times people don't want to tell me or don't want to, you know, recognise that. And then it's just the missing link in their health. We've, got, we've done everything else for two years and then straight back to the same thing, same issue. Yeah, do you have an uh, actual look into the mouth? This is something we have started to open. And then you yep. see, you see the inflamed gums, you see the metals, you see all these things. And um, yeah, like you said, like in the movie Root Cause, mm. where this guy, you've seen it, yep. where this guy is like doing everything possible to optimize his health for 10 years, even shamanism, even everything, like spiritual, mental, physical. But he couldn't become a superhuman. He must have <laughs> been with all the things, the things doing, but he couldn't, he would still be not healthy so he found a biological dentist he just diagnosed the root canal removed it removed the splinter basically mm -hmm. suddenly the body heals imagine he would have done it at the first process like optimized his oral health and then did all the other things then he probably would be superhuman oh yeah absolutely and you take these chronological orders of these clients and when they've had it and then it starts then and they still don't see it you know and even the infections like oh my tooth started to her and then you have a look at the cone scan and there's a massive cavitation a huge cavitation in there into the like the, the bones almost completely disintegrated and it's been like that for 10 years and there's prostate cancer and all these sorts of things yeah. that have been presenting it's crazy and then you suddenly get that done and the body slowly starts to heal it's amazing yeah yeah you just have to get it that the mouth is part of your body it's kind of the entrance to your whole gut system you have a full microbiome in there and your teeth are not just hard biting instruments. They are sensitive organs that are connected to a trigeminal nerve, which starts in the brainstem is one of 10, 12 cranial nerves, which actually has 50% of the whole space in there. So it's really important. Mm. What you also have to know is this is the meridian part with the trigeminal nerve is always a bit of the vagal nerve running with it. So if he has inflammation, cytokines, toxicity, whatever, these nerves are able to transport it. It's called retrograde exonal transport in the ganglia and in the whole uh, sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system. And of course, your whole um, innervated organs in your body will be affected. There's actually a whole chart for this. It's called a tooth meridian chart. Mm -hmm. This is from uh, where German doctors like 50 years ago tested all the teeth with electroacupuncture and looked where the responding organ is. Mm -hmm. It is specific. Basically, you could say every tooth or every problem in your mouth can basically do every harm. Mm -hmm. But specifically, there's a chart for it. Like, for example, the incisors are connected to your kidney and bladder meridian. The upper molars are connected to your stomach and spleen and thyroid. And also, um, the same meridian goes over your, what is it, like breast mm -hmm. and uterus, like the female parts. Mm -hmm. In the lower jaw, it's the premolars, which is connected to the stomach meridian, and the cavitations, which mostly happens after wisdom tooth removal. Wisdom tooth area is really, really critical. Why? Because it's um, small intestine, heart meridian, and the whole central nervous system is kind of like switching over there. So mm -hmm. people that have perfect teeth, but they had their wisdom teeth removed, can present with all symptoms, chronic fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome, thyroid problems, 
you know, you don't find nothing, but you have to look deeper in the jawbone for these cavitations and then connect it to the tooth meridian chart and do maybe a neural therapy just to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then you see, wow. And the problem is that the systemic look at your body is difficult for dentists or for mostly more all practitioners. Another example, if you go to an endocrinologist, you mm -hmm. know that they give you a hormone and you know if you inject a hormone, it will work systemically. Why shouldn't the cytokines or the toxins coming from your teeth not work systemically? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. But it's just a training. You're not getting trained like this. Yeah. It's crazy, like how we this far in medical and research and science and we still haven't realized this. It's like, eight, it's like I don't know, we're in the rock ages still with our dentistry. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The problem is the connection is missing. There is all studies in functional medicine. There's all the studies in microbiology, in, in immunology, in toxicology. Mm -hmm. But don't read about this in a dental magazine. You have to really look for it. But for example... Let's listen to any sort of health optimization podcast. They will mm -hmm. talk about cytokines. So in this field, they know all about TNF-alpha, interleukin-1 beta, um, IL-6, and, and um, NF-kappa B, like mm -hmm. the typical cytokines. Mm -hmm. Also, if you find, look for these cytokines and you type in any sort of symptom, let's say, Insulin sensitivity, insulin resistance is connected to a high level of interleukin-6. Also, hypogonadism or a lack of growth hormone are connected to IL-6. Same for TNF-alpha. Where do you find the most ongoing chronic cytokines? For example, on a root canal or in a cavitation. Mostly in a root canal, cavitation has a specific chemokine, which is called RANTES. Mm -hmm. R-A-N-T-S. We could also find it under CCL5. Mm -hmm. Rantes is a chemokine, not a cytokine. And, not, and Rantes, Rantes is at the beginning there to tell your body, um, heal this area. It's basically something good. But if it's not healing on an ongoing basis, it flips the switch and becomes problematic. And it can lead to, again, all sorts of problems. If you type in on a Google Scholar, on a PubMed search, Rantes plus multiple sclerosis, you will find 3,000 papers. <laughs> the only people or the only medical profession who doesn't look for this grantees is the dentistry, but there's the problem, see? So you see these cavitations or NICOs or FDOJs, it's just the connection is still missing. This is why I do all try to get the information out yeah. to really show everybody, hey, wow, let's have a look there. We're talking about everything, incident sensitivity, resistance, whatever, mm -hmm. but you didn't connect it with your mouth. Mm -hmm. You did the, the nutritional piece, you did the supplements, you did the hyperbaric, you did the sauna, you did the grounding, you did the earth, you did everything, but it's still not fixed or you still can't sleep despite doing all the cool hacks. Yeah. Have a look in your mouth. 70% exactly. of all chronic problems start there and our epidemic of this, of this um, century is chronic disease. Mm. All acute things are totally covered by the clinics. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. But let's dive a little deeper into, because um, cavitation is not a word that dentists use here. And when we say cavitations, they go, ooh. Um, and root canals, ooh, they do. Ooh, don't say that. <laughs> um, so, and, and root canals too. So let's go through cavitations, like what it actually is, what it means, and then root canals and other options. So cavitations is the same in Germany. Mm -hmm. Cavitations is not a medical word. This is just a layman's term for, uh, yeah, for something clinically unknown or you don't learn in university. The better word is, or it's also known for the word NICO, neuralgia-inducing cavitational osteonecrosis. Mm -hmm. This is a term coined by a U.S. pathologist, Jerry Bucco, back in the 80s. Okay. And the best description or wording that we use nowadays is FDOJ. This is a clinical description and stands for fatty degenerative osteonecrotic jawbone. That's basically the perfect description of what you find, okay. but you only find it when you do the surgery. You cannot give this diagnosis before. Okay. When we do a cone beam, so where are these things and where, why do they happen? They are more, you can find them after all extractions of your teeth. Most of the teeth that are extracted in the Western world 
um, are wisdom teeth. Why? Because we get narrow, more narrow faces, mouth breathing, lack of nutrients while you're growing up, and then you basically have no space. You need braces, and the doctor, the orthodontic, will tell you get rid of the get rid of the um, wisdom teeth. So you get a, a surgery to take it out, impact it, or whatever. So mm. it's also basically a sign for de de evolution. Can you say that? Yeah, de evolution. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. lack of nutrients, and then you do the surgery, and as a doctor, you train to do this very fast, very rough, old school surgery. Most of the patients have a, this swollen faces, and they're not prepared. There's no mm -hmm. nutritional protocol, there's no IVs, there's no PRP, there's no ozone, no nothing. Yeah. So in about 50 or 60% of all cases, they have secondary healing problems. It doesn't, they have dry sockets, it doesn't really heal. So over the next weeks, they get antibiotics, they get like stripes in there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the whole wound closes itself secondarily. And the body is, because of a lack of nutrients, just not able to heal it. So over time, it just makes like kind of like a cortical part, but inside is no real bone. And then you have your old microbiome, you have toxins or whatever. Over time, they go in there. It's a perfect cavitation. That's why we call it cavitation or cave. All these bugs, they compartmentalize in there, kind of like away from the immune system. So they find glyphosates, they find heavy metals, they find parasites, viruses, and a lot of mold from US patients, a lot of mold sitting in there in these cavitations. It's kind of like a huge dumping area of your body and nobody knows about it and your whole mm -hmm. nervous system is inside there so you can imagine the problems but again the main problem is it's not accepted in university and you don't learn it so no dentist will know about it mm -hmm. even dr lechner the yoda of cavitations how i call him he's 72 years old friend of mine he has done 12 reviewed papers already over the last 40 years still being not accepted or still overlooked you can see you have to mm -hmm. diagnose the cone beam and on the cone beam you only see a different structure in your bone you basically are missing these sponges particles mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. just see an osteolytic process and yeah, it's like something different that would maybe qualify us to open it and see what's in there because of experience i've done more than four thousand cavitation surgeries so far i know exactly okay this is probably only fat in there you can have a hounsfield scale on top of it and see and measure what is the actual um yeah the air that's coming through and you can see is it more like water then you know it's more like fat or is it more like bony structure mm -hmm. with this scale but you have to have all these things in your clinic to really diagnose and first thing you have to know about it because if you don't know about it you won't treat it and you won't even find it but your ph patient is still suffering from irritable bowel syndrome or cannot sleep at night or cannot detox or like in my case has massive eczema and is chronically stressed Mm. because of adrenals firing against the chronic inflammation so you see mm. it's a topic that really needs to be taken care of absolutely not be, not be little because it's really a problem yeah so did you had you've had your wisdom teeth out and did you have a cavitation issue with those yeah okay yes so i had my wisdom teeth out like i described before mm -hmm. no preparation 14 years old smoking cigarettes eating mcdonald's <laughs> Having this this big of a cheek, so no healing at all. Two weeks later, massive pus, antibiotics again. Didn't didn't think about it. And the funny thing is, even if I was already a biological dentist and uh, were doing cavitation surgeries, I didn't realize I was having it. But I had this major like grinding issues. I was pressing at night. My whole neck felt like this all the time, and these eczemas. And I was very good with nutrition already. Everybody mm. will tell you when you have eczema, your nutrition is not on point. I was new, this is on point. So I was, of course, looking for it. And then one day, um, a doctor came in and just tested it, kinesiology. Mm. He said, you have an interference. And I was like, what interference? You mean the grinding? And by, no, no, interference, that's the cone beam. So we did a cone beam and found massive cavitations, like huge ones. Didn't think about it. And Dick Klinger told me back then, the ones that do the best surgery sometimes don't even realize that they have cavitations. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> And when I realized I had it, we did my surgery and basically overnight, my symptoms disappeared. Like this, this, this shakiness in the morning, like this overactive sympathetic nervous system was just gone away. Mm. Like actually, and my skin took about two weeks to become like a good skin. Finally, That's after surgery, my whole irritable bowel problems were gone, were, away, were gone basically. So, you know, small intestine mm. and skin mostly related. Mm. So 
I could basically eat nothing anymore and always get swollen up and it's like, oh, everything cramped up and eczema, you know the deal? So I was so happy. And then if you know, you cannot not tell patients. This exactly. is more like a moral obligation. And it's like, whoa, I had this experience. And then of course, <laughs> the doctor who did my surgery, I did his surgery then. And he'd done everything the, over the last 10 years to get his smell back. He didn't smell. He did all metal chelations, all things possible. And he was already like, okay, I won't smell anymore. Did his one side only, only one side of cavitation. Two days later, he started smelling again, like oh, after years. So that's again, incredible. on his radar too. This is, why, this is why we teach this. And this is a big foundational part in the curriculum that we do um, for, the, for dentists that can become a specialist in biological dentistry and ceramic implants. We have the mm. curriculum. You can find it in like the ISMI. This is our International Society for Metal-Free Implantology. It's okay. fully accepted also from the, our U.S. sister, which is the International Academy of Oral Ceramic Implantology, IAOCI. So we finally, mm-hmm. we, we trained this for five years now, but it's, for now, because it's a really difficult curriculum, we are only, I think we're only 32 certified um, specialists. Mm-hmm. And specialists, in my opinion, this is just level one. Mm. It's a hard premium, but then next there will be the functional medicine, the biohacking, all the stuff that I'm training extra. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Make sure that, to make sure that patients inquire from everywhere over the world that I'm able to um, tell, go there and go there and go there. But it, it shouldn't backfire to us if I recommend somebody and they do something wrong. Absolutely. It can backfire and then the whole mission yeah, will go downwards because this should be um, the next level of dentistry. So we're working with the clinics, with universities, we're doing lots of research. So we really roll it up so it can become, or it will become, mm. the next step that's in hopefully be taught in university one time. Oh, absolutely. That's the end goal. And I, I, I see no reason why it shouldn't because these things just become so apparent when you see these things firsthand over and over and over again like how can you not how can you not see that that's the correlation between these health issues and the mouth like it's, it's just there's no more under the under the rock <laughs> it has to be known it has to be known all right so it has to be known yeah it has to be known um so i wanted to get back to the basics we've gone real complex to start with but i wanted to go into oral microbiome and looking after your healthy mouth um, yeah. I know there's crowding and all those sorts of issues that we've got. And then obviously there's recommendations for flossing. I know you've got some slightly different um, recommendations there. What would be your normal tell clients on a, on a daily basis to do for their mouth? Yeah. So the oral, oral health care, probably I would just do, I personally just brush my teeth once a day mm-hmm. and I use coconut oil pulling. That's it. I don't floss at all. Mm-hmm. because I think it's not necessary in my case, because I have perfect teeth. I have no cavitation. I have no cavities, no decay, no crown work. Mm-hmm. So if you have natural, all perfect, healthy teeth mm-hmm. and you have good nutrition, this is, this is the baseline. You probably get away with one time cleaning, like brushing and the oil pulling. So oil pulling is an Ayurvedic uh, treatment. You basically use coconut oil and you can add on some, essential oils. I do coconut oil pulling with peppermint oil, add a little bit of oregano because of antiviral properties. Mm-hmm. You can also add in propolis. You can also add a little bit of manuka honey. Then just gently swish it around for like five to 15 minutes while you do something else. Let's say, for example, cooking your coffee or preparing your breakfast in the morning. I do it in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And then you need to spit it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it will help cleaning your whole microbiome. It will basically detox you a little bit because all the fat soluble toxins will be stuck to the coconut and be bound mm-hmm. and essential oils will help maybe with being antimicrobial and antiviral so you really just take care about your bite microbiome which you said and cleaning your teeth is only necessary in my opinion because of maybe the smelling that you don't have like a weird smell because if you eat a good diet or good nutrition my teeth are always clean. I don't have this nasty fur on my teeth that you get when you drink a Coke or eat some cow's milk products. But if you do or eat a lot of wheat or eat a lot of grains and you have this um, yeah, biofilm like mm-hmm. within a few minutes over there, then you probably should brush like twice a day just to make sure that it's clean. So mm-hmm. general recommendation, not talking about me, would be just brush your teeth twice a day, use the coconut oil pulling before or after, I don't even care. 
and make sure that you do this consistently. This is more important than like doing it once a week. I would do it like at cedar coconut oil pulling in wintertime would be perfect every day. In summertime, mm-hmm. you could probably do it like once or twice, uh, once every other day and make sure. I'm using a, an electric toothbrush. Okay. Because it just, when I clean it with it, it just feels like a professional hygiene. Mm-hmm. You just basically, the, the toothbrush does this and also this. And you yeah. can go gently, you basically just hold it onto your tooth and the toothbrush does everything. You just have mm-hmm. to have a protocol where you just go to all surfaces and that's it. It feels perfectly clean and fine. And yeah, this is how you take care. But of course, if your mouth is full of metals and restorations and like crown edges and a lot of, um, yeah, let's say like yeah, dirt over the years, like collected over the years, then you might need to add in flossing and a little bit more critical protocols because you have more inflammation, because your gum recedes, because of all these things. So it really depends, but let's say in our realm, a lot of people are having good natural teeth, luckily. Mm. So you can, you can go away with my thing because in nature, you probably wouldn't even clean your teeth at all. Yeah? Yeah. It's, just done by, it's just done by eating in saliva and maybe a stick from the tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, was yeah. So, I was so excited when I heard you say that you didn't floss because I... <laughs> much to all of my dentist's dismay it's like I've never really had problems with my teeth in the sense that they're crowded a little bit but I've never had fillings or anything like that and I've always not really lost my teeth and they're always like oh you never flush your teeth I'm like no and I kind of only brush once a day and they're always like I don't know how you have such nice teeth well I'm like well I eat really well like I eat good food like oh okay maybe you should still floss though I'm like oh then I heard you say Flossing, I was like, yes, someone, someone's on board. Yes, I love this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, and I can tell you why I wouldn't floss. There's mm-hmm. actually a reason for it. So if you don't need to floss because something gets stuck into your teeth because of all the, the reparation you've done, what do you do with the floss? Most patients are not as gentle as they should be. So they will just put the floss and then rip it through. They also tell you as a dentist, oh, it's always bleeding when I floss. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem because what you do is basically cut yourself every day and what you do is then you basically create micro tear in your gum in your yeah gingiva mm-hmm. and this is outside body if you open it it's the same as leaky gut it's leaky gum then and then you have an opening to your whole system right there at the front because of cutting yourself it's the same mm-hmm. here if you have a cut here mm-hmm. yeah you you know that you have to take care that no bacteria will come in and then go inside your cell because then you get an infection but yeah. here nobody cares because it's in your mouth mm. but there are people running around with like chronic inflammation of their gums gingivitis periodontitis like 24 7 and this is the entrance your inside body then mm. you have to understand this is outside body skin Gin- gingiva is outside the gums is outside outside body skin mm. gut, gut tissue is outside body so it's basically mm. you have a there's like a whole um what is this, like a tunnel through your whole body, starts mm-hmm. here and ends there. Yeah. In between these skins, this is your cells. So yeah. You never want to open it for bacteria and microorganisms to go inside or like mm-hmm. under, maybe also like undigested food because this is what opens you to autoimmune problems, overreactive immune system, allergies, and it starts in your mouth again. So just, just keep in mind, leaky gum. I don't know if that coin, if the term exists or if I coined it, but I said it always because it's the same thing. Yeah. Leaky gut is just your gut tissue is opening because of all these chronic inflammation processes, gluten, whatever, lectins, mm. and also stress, and then you get an opening. Same here. You don't mm. want to have an opening. You want to have tight skins, really clean, and of course you also want to have a perfect microbiome in yeah. your mouth. Yeah. This yeah. Is, why you have to take care of it like with the little healthcare tricks but i would say lifestyle again nutrition is the foundation of everything at least 80 percent. it's just this mm. sounds, sounds sounds boring but it is like it is it is it's that simple really yeah your teeth in a healthy way when you're healthy your teeth are hard as stone mm. they're mineralized because they mineralize through the root canal but also through the saliva because you have the nutrients through your diet you basically are immune against everything there you're immune against cavity you're immune, or decay you're immune against all these things 
if you live in a healthy environment and take care of your body by having a healthy lifestyle. It's just mm. plain and simple. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of people just don't want to do it because they think that's too hard, but that's the only way out. It's like, it's the only way to get better. And this is what we have to start educating. So the mindset is you really have no cavities. You, there is no genetics, uh, maybe a bit. There's no really genetics for having, oh, my parents have bad teeth, so I have it too. No, you maybe are prone to like leaky guts or celiac or intolerance to grains and then you don't absorb your minerals and then you get decay because the, the research is pretty clear that celiac disease is totally connected to brittle teeth, to molar, molar incisivity, hypomineralization. And also lately for the last two years, there are coming, lots of studies are coming out that vitamin D3 deficiency also shows in your teeth. Funny thing is if you have an x-ray, there's a study showing normally you have a pulp that has these horns, like a mm. very nice young pulp of a tooth, like a molar has horns. Mm. So the pulp almost goes until up to the enamel. And these horns go away when you have a vitamin D3 deficiency. Mm. It's a study, dental study. Funny, wow. right? And also teeth, like children's teeth. If you get cavity, look for vitamin D3, look for gluten intolerance or gluten hypersensitivity or even celiac disease. Mm. This is really well, very well researched. It's just not not yet at your dentist. Yeah, because absolutely. University no, no, absolutely not. Oh, there's so much to talk, but we are running out of time. But I just want to cover off just two more things. So, um, and then. Right. Oh. Was it me? No, you. That thing, it's mine. Am I back? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to cover off a couple more things before we run out of time. One of them is what's so bad about root canals? Because I guess I get asked this all the time. And mm -hmm. fluoride. What's so, why have we got so much of a hang up on fluoride? <laughs> As in, okay, why, why are we using it all the time? So I start with the root canals. Mm -hmm. Check the Instagram. Either today or tomorrow, I, I will have a good post about this root canal okay. topic that we just talked about. Cool. So root canal is basically initially a pain treatment. Let's say you have a huge decay, huge cavity in your tooth and you have massive pain. You need to go see a dentist to get rid of the pain. And this is done by a root canal. Mm -hmm. So they take out the blood supply, the limb supply, the whole aliveness of the tooth and place in some materials um, in these bigger root canals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's basically pl plastic or some sort of things. And why? To keep the tooth to further bite. That's just the goal. Yeah. But from this point on, the tooth is not really connected anymore to your whole system. It becomes a dead organ, so to speak. And it was never a good idea to leave a dead organ in your body. No medical professional will do this. Imagine a, a diabetic foot or finger, like a black one. Every medical professional, of course, cut it off <laughs> because all the stuff in there will spread. Yeah. Same here, but in dentistry, you can put a crown on top, cap it, nobody sees it. It's stuck in your bone. So you then have a dead organ. Studies are pretty clear. They're showing that if you don't have an immune system in there anymore, no blood supply, that it's the perfect cave for invasion of anaerobic bacteria. They found up to 78 different strains, whereas they're like 50% of them, they didn't even know. Wow. They compartmentalize. This is always the problem. The infections go into like caves, like the cavitations or the root canals and have their, their cave basically. Mm. And then of course, bacteria, have metabolites. Those metabolites are called thioiso or mercaptanes, which are in itself very toxic for your body. And also you can become allergic. Same problem with the metals, immunology, toxicology. Then you of course have the bacteria in itself mm. is a chronic infection. If you have an immune system, the immune system will attack it. Then you see cysts on top, uh, on the tip of the root. Like um, this is just the innate immune response. The macrophages, again, we're talking about cytokines like TNF-alpha, IL, beta, IL-6, um, NF-kappa-B, on an ongoing daily chronic basis. You have a chronic side of inflammation there. Then, because the tooth rots, if you can say so, mm. you, have, um, you have cadaverines and putriskines, which are in itself, again, toxic. They, they, should below, 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 uh, they should belong below the earth, like a dead body. Put, putriskines, cadaverines, Google it. Very toxic, very, very nasty. And also you can become or are allergic possibly to the root filling materials that the doctor places there. Gutta Persia, colophonium, silver, 
like loads of things that just get placed there for dental materials. So you see, it's like a, like a quadruple or whammy of all sorts of problems. So in my opinion, when it comes to health optimization or optimal health, you shouldn't have it in your body. It's just a no brainer. Of mm. course, if you don't even care, you can bite on this for years. I have patients that have this for years with, with cysts as, as big as this on top and it doesn't even hurt. And the dentist only asks, does it hurt? Huge cyst? No, it doesn't hurt. Okay, then we just monitor it for the next five years. It makes no sense. This is chronic side information. If you Google any study in this world or any chronic problem from cancer, sclerosis, all the neurological problems, it's all connected. Why would you leave a splinter in there that is chronically infected? Why do you want to have a chronic inflammation in your brain, basically? It's yeah. your brain. It's an elongation of your brain stem. Yeah. Really nasty. So this was the root canal. So I hope it was clear and easy. Yeah. And fluorides. Uh, fluorides is just like, I think it's a, a marketing thing. You learn it in university that you need fluorides to disinfect and also it will help like make the enamel harder. Yes, sure, that it works, but why not use the own minerals from your body to make your tooth really hard like it should be in nature? This is one thing why I think it makes no sense. And also, it's a disinfectant. Mm. Why would I take a disinfectant in my mouth every day when I know that I have a microbiome that gets killed by it? Makes no sense. Also, fluoride um, can turn into all things of nasty byproducts if it gets in touch when you swallow it a bit and gets in touch with your stomach acid, it changes mm -hmm. to gas. So it's like really, um, it, get, it becomes, um, flu oh, wait, what is it in, in English? I don't know the word in English, in German it would be flussäure, so fluoride acid maybe, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can change in different uh, things. So it's just not a good idea. Why would you disinfect something uh, on a daily basis? Just because your dentist tells you, just because he was trained and learned and probably manipulated by um, the industry. Makes no sense. It's just like, like you would be a sheep. Somebody tells you and you just do it because you, because everybody does. It. Yeah. And it's not necessary. Why? <laughs> they don't fluoride in nature. You wouldn't clean your teeth with fluoride in nature. You wouldn't even use a toothpaste. You wouldn't even use a toothbrush. It's not existing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You're right. It's just a whole lot of shape going on for, for, for no reason. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dom. I think we have to leave it there because we both, both have to head off. But thank you for your time. Please tell me where we can find you, where other dentists can find your courses, training, all that sort of stuff. And obviously, I'll list everything in the show notes too for everyone. Cool. Thank you. So you can find me personally on Instagram. That's kind of like my own health uh, magazine. It's mm -hmm at Dr. D-O-M-E and the one at the end, Dr. Dom One. I have a YouTube channel, Dr. Dom Nischwitz, where you find loads of good information. In the Instagram, you have a tab bio where you basically find my clinic. It's dnaesthetics.de. Um, and for the dentist, where you should look at is, uh, you could also go through the Instagram with the tab bio, but look mm -hmm. at the ismi.me, which is mm -hmm. the International Society for Metal Free Implantology. You find loads of information there. Maybe in the US you could go to IABDM or maybe IAOCI, the International Academy for Oral Ceramic Implantology, which is our sister. Uh, as a, we kind of like merge to have a bigger audience and bring it also to the US. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you find loads of things. I'm trying to put out all information for free so that you guys out there are actually able to decide for yourself or maybe ask the doctor, have you heard about this? I've written a book. You've mentioned it at the beginning. It's all in your mouth. So there's lots of information. I'm going to be speaking on the Health Optimization Summit. If you go, want to go further into depth or see me live. And what else? Yeah, just have a look. And amazing. I'll take all the show notes. Yeah, then amazing. Your Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Dom. And I hope to make it over to Germany when all this sort of stuff comes down very soon and make it to the Health Optimization Summit again because I was there last year. But... Uh, Hope to make it over there next year but who knows what's going to go on with all the flights and stuff <laughs> you never know but i hope hopefully we'll lift soon i want to travel and see page to see person people in real life absolutely really really extremely important for all, all our health to hang out with friends this is what we did like ancestrally hang with the tribe that's the most important thing absolutely Not just oh, thanks for having me thank you pleasure. Oh, see you soon See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks 
for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.